Hey, it's Mailbag Wednesday. Lots of questions and comments about what Aloy Jimenez said regarding his intentions to play right field for the Chicago White Sox this season. Uh, could he really be option A? Uh, does the recent hype video get you excited for the season, or is it the same stuff just in a different package? Uh, the Chicago White Sox already had a difficult job of earning back your trust. Recent allegations surrounding Mike Clevenger have made things even more challenging. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked on White Sox. Thank you for making Locked on White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on Sox. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked on White Sox. Uh, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked on Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Hey, really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk off-season White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, uh, your team every day. Welcome back to Lockdown White Sox. Uh, one more episode this week uh, on Thursday, and then we will have three next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We'll be back up to five episodes a week once spring training gets underway, uh, just about three weeks away. Uh, thanks again for all those new subscribers and our YouTube channel. Uh, thanks for passing this podcast along to other White Sox fans in your life. Hey, it's Mailbag Wednesday. Uh, you can always get those comments and suggestions in at LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. And boy, several fans uh, asking all about Aloy Jimenez. Uh, he made himself available to the media uh, on Monday. And uh, boy, he was uh, very clear with his intentions. A lot of questions coming in. Uh, of course, uh, we've got this Mike Clevenger uh, news that broke. We're going to uh, uh, just update what we have uh, on Clevenger and uh, also that Sox hype video. How excited are you now uh, with this season? There's a lot going on all of a sudden, and the, uh, the public relations uh, department of the Chicago White Sox are going to be very busy in the next coming days and weeks. Uh, so I had a question here uh, from Jeremy. And this might have been off of the previous Lockdown Sox episode where I talked about uh, maybe Gavin Sheets is the best option. If he completely rakes in spring training, he's mashing the ball, uh, and it looks like he figured out something at the plate. Maybe Oscar Colas can go to AAA to start the season, get some extra at-bats. And Jeremy uh, wrote and said, hey, could the best case scenario actually be that Aloy Jimenez plays right field and Sheets uh, maybe is the DH. And, you know, to piggyback on that, I had an alternate version um, uh, from Michaela who said, you know, what do you think really of Aloy's declaration 
to the media. I mean, strong intentions from Jimenez. Uh, could Yasmani Grandal be relegated uh, to DH? Um, appreciate the comments and questions, Jeremy, uh, Michaela. Uh, yeah, so Aloy Jimenez uh, made himself available to the media on Monday and made his intentions known. Uh, he wants to be in the outfield this season. Uh, here's some direct quotes from Jimenez uh, last year. Uh, when I was DHing more than playing the outfield, it was because I got surgery uh, and I understood that. But this year, I've been working really hard to play the outfield more than DH. Uh, so I don't really think that I'm going to accept it because if I'm working hard, I'm going to get better and I want to play in the outfield. I'm really preparing myself to play more games in the outfield than DH, Jimenez said. I've been working hard in every part, and I feel really good. I think this year is going to be a really good year because if I can stay healthy, I can do a lot of things. I'm really working hard every single day to play more games and help the team. Uh, this was Aloy Jimenez on last year's disappointment uh, of the season uh, and just himself. Uh, last year was a tough year because we have everything and we didn't make it. Uh, that was one of the reasons that I started working really hard because if I uh, because I feel if I was healthy, I can help the team more. That's why I'm really uh, right now I'm really motivated. In my mind, I just say I need to be healthy because I know if I'm healthy, I can help in my way. That that last part is, is something to remember there because I know if I'm healthy, I can help in my way. I, I think that's an important part, and I don't know if he meant it to be an important part uh, the way I see it. So Pedro Grafol has spoken a lot about healthy communication during his three months on the job. Uh, it sounds like Grafol and Jimenez uh, have healthy communication, and Grafol has been in contact with Jimenez uh, this offseason about taking reps in right field. Uh, now, to me, from a fan's perspective, after watching uh, Aloy Jimenez try to play outfield the last couple of seasons, uh, Pedro Grafol asking Aloy Jimenez to take reps in right field uh, after the Sox signed uh, Andrew Benatendi, that, that to me is in you know is kind of just something nice you say to somebody, right? It's an empty gesture. Pedro Grafol just reaching out to have some positive conversation with Aloy Jimenez. Now, Aloy has made his intentions clear for a while now. He does not want to be a permanent DH at 25, 26 years old. Uh, I get that. I think the White Sox organization, they've created this situation, this cloudy, messy uh, situation. Right field is really up for grabs right now. Uh, the White Sox uh, did not go out and get a veteran, a proven right fielder, uh, like they did with left field. Uh, that's been figured out already. Uh, if they did that, okay, if they went out and they got uh, a right fielder, a proven veteran right fielder, then the message to Aloy would have been hammered home. You are the DH. Uh, we need you healthy. You know how important you are to this ball club. You've said it yourself, and we can't take any unnecessary risks. Uh, we learned our lessons. Finally, uh, you are not uh, going to be playing the outfield. Uh, the White Sox, I feel like they've got to be the parent in this situation. But after Aloy's media session on Monday, 
I think things are muddy. Things things are a little messy right now. Um, maybe uh, due to a lack of depth and uh, major league experience uh, in the outfield, maybe Aloy Jimenez is the best option. But that's just because the bar uh, is so low. You know, I think uh, Aloy's a message earlier in the offseason about doing whatever's best for the team uh, should have been the message you know he went with on Monday. Uh, he was on a mission on Monday to to really get his intentions across and he repeated the same things uh, over and over in, in all the different articles that were available and there were a lot of articles and of course the video clips uh, you know when he was speaking to the media uh, it, you know if he would have just repeated, Hey, look, whatever's best for this team, we want to win. We've got a window. We want to take advantage. Uh, being the DH is what's best for the team, then, then I'm all for it. Uh, you know, he has talked about uh, the importance of staying healthy and, uh, and, and how a healthy Aloy Jimenez is good for the ball club. Well, uh, that means you're, you're going to have to be the DH. Uh, hey, I, I love his passion. Absolute. Absolutely love his passion, and I appreciate you know his desire to to really prove everybody wrong. Uh, now, if Aloy Jimenez uh, does become the right fielder of choice, and, and that's what happens in spring training, um, you know between Oscar Colas and Gavin Sheets, I guess Lurie Garcia out there, and now Aloy Jimenez, who has uh, really thrown his hat in the ring, and he wants this, he absolutely wants it, and he's been working at it. Then what happens to DH? And, and to part of the original question, uh, does that become a platoon? You know, I could see maybe Yasmani Grandal being featured uh, quite a bit then uh, in the DH spot because his health is in question with his knees behind the plate. And then you've got Gavin Sheets, of course, that can platoon. Uh, since the shift is banned, I do think Yasmani Grandal and Gavin Sheets will see an uptick in, in offensive numbers. And then you have to wonder about Oscar Colas. Uh, wasn't he supposed to be the future right fielder? Uh, but maybe that's exactly it. Colas is best thought of in regards to the future. There, there is a lot to figure out uh, in this situation. Uh, things uh, I thought were going to be a little clearer when Andrew Benatendi was signed and, and the Sox made this big push uh, I feel like publicly for Oscar Colas and their love for Gavin Sheets is well documented. And now you've got the Aloy Jimenez thing. And I, I hopefully maybe Pedro Grafol talks to him and said, you know, I appreciate what you said in the, in your media session, but, but this is what we plan for you. This is how you can help uh, this team. We need you healthy. You're, you're both, we're both on the same page with that. We believe uh, that by DHing, that, that's where we're going to get the most out of you. So the White Sox released a, a hype video recently on their social media platforms. I'm going to tell you why it might be more bark uh, than bite. More on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, we're excited about our new sports betting partner for Lockdown because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Uh, just sign up at fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. 
I was just looking at this weekend's uh, NFC AFC championship and Right now, FanDuel has the over-under for the Cincy-Kansas uh, City game at 47 and a half. Uh, I like the over in that, and the over-under in the San Fran-Philly game is 45 and a half, uh, liking the under there. Uh, it's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use, so football fans don't miss out. Uh, place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So another question uh, came in with the mailbag here from Quinn, uh, more of a comment. And I'm just going to kind of paraphrase. Uh, uh, we know the lineup is uh, incomplete, but the White Sox are trying to sell uh, to the fans. Uh, the second tier player trying to have a career year. Uh, we can stomach a platoon at one position, but uh, right field, second base and pitching uh, sounds like a lot. Uh, and it sounds like putting lipstick on a pig. I'm with you there on Quinn, uh, with, with you, Quinn. Appreciate uh, the comments there uh, at lockedonsocks at gmail.com. And uh, it got, got me thinking about, well, this hype video that was just uh, blasted out to the social media uh, platforms uh, by the White Sox uh, on Monday as they're promoting single-game tickets going on sale uh, February 2nd, Groundhog Day. It wasn't a very long video. Uh, featured Oscar Colas, uh, featured Romy Gonzalez, maybe that second-tier player that's uh, really trying to have a career year all of a sudden. Uh, Luis Robert, uh, Yasmani Grandal, Dylan sees some sound bites uh, from each of them and some video uh, mashed together. Um, so like, what are your thoughts on, on the White Sox hype video? I'm sure you talked about it with other Sox fans in your life, saw a lot on, on White Sox Twitter, uh, you know, Something that struck me uh, even before the Mike Clevenger stuff came out was uh, this final soundbite from Pedro Grafol himself. We're going to earn your trust. Uh, and that was kind of the theme. Um, you know, last season was a disappointment. We all know it. Uh, last season can't happen again. Uh, we're working hard to be better. Uh, almost a, we want you back as fans, you know, buy into what we're trying to sell to you. Uh, we're sorry. Uh, that was a mistake. Last year didn't work out uh, and we're ready, you know, to earn back your trust. Uh, remember that phrasing, it'll come up again later in this episode. So, uh, you know, hearing about Romy Gonzalez uh, being the strongest uh, he's ever been and ready to do everything in his power to win the second base position. It doesn't get me terribly excited, but you know, that's what the marketing department has to work with the public relations folks. Uh, I, they're probably wondering to themselves, how are we going to sell this off season to fans? So they will buy tickets. So they will invest their time and money uh, this coming season. Even if you're not buying tickets, why are you watching uh, this team? You know, uh, after what has happened in 2022 and the disappointing offseason, uh, it really was an offseason that looked similar to previous offseasons, a failure to properly address all the needs. Uh, lipstick on a pig is, you know, I think a good phrasing. Uh, 
you know, I want to go to spring training optimistic despite the realities, uh, but, but just because I'm trying to stay positive doesn't mean I'm ready, you know, to buy extra tickets and go all in financially after seeing Luis Robert lifting weights in a video. Talk is cheap. We've been hearing a lot of talk for several years now. Uh, the offseason has not done enough to maximize their competitive window or win back fans uh, that left after the embarrassment of 2022. You know, it's a tough sell, uh, but I hope Grafol uh, gets this team on the right path from the beginning. Uh, they buy into his way of doing things. And, and if everything goes well, it'll be an exciting season down the stretch, but a big if, uh, that's for sure. The addition of Mike Clevenger to the starting rotation was met with many uh, question marks uh, when the White Sox signed him so early uh, in the offseason. Uh, after the recent allegations, I'm going to tell you why it's becoming more difficult for the White Sox to earn back their fans' trust. Uh, more on that in a moment. So I wanted to uh, focus a little bit of this episode on, on Michael Kopech, and there's some really great articles uh, out there that I've read recently and where he's at in his process. And, and, and so much is more available, I think, uh, to folks like James Fegan and others that, that you know, write about the White Sox in the offseason because there has been no lockout. And, and Ethan Katz can talk to pitchers and, and request video and, and see what they're working on. There, there, there's much more communication. And, and, of course, players can open up and discuss what their plan has been and whether it's recovery or, you know, in Dylan Cease's case, look, I, you know, I'm just trying to fine-tune a couple things heading into 2023. But we'll, we'll talk Kopech, uh, you know, in the next episode because this Mike Clevenger news has really taken uh, precedence. Uh, so you might have heard about it. You might have read about it. A lot of things, a lot of moving parts. Uh, I, you know, there's no finality to this right now. We're, we're just hearing about it uh, as of Tuesday afternoon. Uh, but there was a, an athletic article that came out right away by Brittany uh, Gorley and uh, Katie Strang and uh, in The Athletic. And this is what this article had to say. Uh, the Chicago White Sox pitcher Mike Clevenger is under investigation by Major League Baseball following allegations of domestic violence involving the mother of his 10-month-old daughter, uh, and child abuse. Uh, Olivia Feinstead, uh, the 24-year-old mother of Clevenger's child, told The Athletic on Tuesday that she has been in contact with individuals from MLB's Department of Investigations since this summer, according to Feinstead. Uh, she has detailed uh, to those investigators incidents of physical, verbal, and emotional abuse, including an incident from last June in which Feinstead said Clevenger choked her and another about two weeks later when she said Clevenger slapped her in a hotel room when the team was playing the Dodgers and threw used chewing tobacco on their child. Feinstead, who agreed to be named in this story, first publicly disclosed the allegations in an Instagram story early Tuesday. And that was, uh, this is from her Instagram post. I hope uh, the MLB does what they should and puts him in required therapy, uh, maybe even a small suspension, so he can take time out to really think about why he abuses his kids and their mothers. Uh, that was from the uh, story from the Athletic Post. 
Uh, the White Sox said they were not aware of these allegations when they signed Clevenger. Major League Baseball and the Chicago White Sox uh, take any and all allegations very seriously, and the White Sox are completely supportive of the joint domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse policy shared by the MLB and the MLBPA, uh, the team said in a statement issued to The Athletic. Uh, MLB opened an investigation after learning of these allegations. The White Sox were not aware of the allegations or the investigation at the time of the signing. Uh, the White Sox will refrain from comment until MLB's investigative uh, process has reached its conclusion. So uh, this is open-ended, um, but it uh, after that hype video came out, literally the day after, uh, it was already a difficult offseason. It's been a difficult couple of years and now public relations and the uh, PR team, uh, they've got to go to work uh, in a major way. Um, I feel like it is, you know, just a nonstop Watergate investigation with this franchise over and over, over the last few years. What did the White Sox know and when did they know it? Uh, I thought things were bad, you know, when TLR was hired and the DUI stuff came out. Uh, now the Sox have to do damage control one day after releasing a hype video about the upcoming season. We're going to earn your trust. Uh, that just became more difficult. Folks, really appreciate you making time uh, for this pod podcast, making it part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere. Uh, you find your podcast. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTV. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, and get your questions in now uh, for next week's mailbag. You can email those at LockedOnSox at gmail.com. Uh, Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. I'll make your second listen. The Lockdown MLB Prospects host, Lindsey Crosby, is a, a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll continue to examine off-season scenarios as we count down to spring training. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morawski, and until next time, go Sox!